the power of the moment because I believe that we all are waiting and experience in our life, that moment in our life, that, that moment that, that shifted everything in our life, that changed our environment, and it changed our future, and it changed everything about us, and it was that power of that moment that transpired in our lives. And many of us would not be here today if it wasn't for that moment, that, that, that window of opportunity that opened in your life. And, and I really believe that, that we are living in those times. And I want to share with you from the scripture uh, on this topic about the power of the moment, the power of the moment. In, in the book of Luke, chapter 23, uh, we're going to read a few verses, 39, 40, and 43. But in the book of Luke, chapter 23, um, this, is, this is what we find our assignment for this morning. The Bible tells us that one of the criminals hanging beside him scuffled. So you are the Messiah, are you? Prove it by saving yourself and us too while you're at it. But the other criminal protested, don't you fear God even when you are, have been sentenced to die? We deserve to die for our crimes, but this man has done anything wrong. And then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus replied, I assure you, today you will be with me in paradise. I want to talk to you on this thought for a moment about the power of that moment. The thief on the cross. The thief on the cross. It has been mentioned by most preachers, most pastors, whoever preached the Gospels. Anyone who ever said anything about the Bible knows who the thief on the cross is. I, I, I'm, I'm nobody to judge. I don't know this man. I don't know all of his crimes and sure don't know all of his sins. But what I do know is this man represents something powerful. He represents something powerful. He represents something that many people who believe they understand God will never understand. His testimony is not that he is righteous. He has no excuse. He, have, he has no justification for his crime or his sins. He is a thief. See, a thief understands something that many people don't understand. A thief understands the power of the moment. A thief wants for that moment, waits for that moment, that moment of opportunity, that moment when no one else is paying attention, that moment when other people are sleeping. It's that moment that thief has been waiting for, that moment that takes what he didn't work for, that moment to steal what doesn't belong to him. See, the thief on the cross frustrates preachers. We cannot place him. We cannot place him in the Old Testament, and, and we can't place him in the New Testament church. People are always saying, well, what about the thief on the cross? He didn't get baptized. He never went to church. And look, he got to go to heaven with Jesus. And us preachers, we have no response to that. We can't explain the whole situation. The man never met Jesus in his life. 
except for this incredible brief moment where he is about to be crucified for his crimes. And, and, and he is, and in this moment, hanging there, wounded, beating, suffering. See, see the thief might have been, you know, he, he might have gone cut with his mistakes. He might, have, he might be paying for his misdeeds. You know, he, he might be paying for what he has done in the past. His situation might not look too good. But don't under, underestimate the thief. Because the thief knows something. The thief knows the power of the moment. He realized that this is the time. If anything's going to change in my life, if anything's going to happen in my life, if anything, I'm going to go from here to there. I have to understand that I have to take the, the, this moment that God has given me, this opportunity. If not, it will never happen again. It's an opportunity. He knows that there is a very small moment in time that if you're going to seize something, you're going to have to do it in that moment that the owner is not looking that's what the thief understands. He, all he has never known in his life is taking something from people that have worked for something. All he, all he knows on his life is to steal something and take it by force. That's all he knows. He knows how to manipulate. He knows how to take advantage of the power of the moment. That's what he has done most of his life. That's all that he has always done. Most of his career is understanding to seize something in, the, in that moment without the owner looking. You see, it had it have not been for this moment. It is common understanding that this guy will have not gone to heaven. Because he was a thief. He was a sinner. He, he didn't belong but there, but there he is, being crucified on the cross next to Jesus. Now, let's think about that for a moment. He's on that cross because he was a thief. Talk about luck. Talk about luck on this man's life. Talk about opportunity. He's about to, to score the biggest moment of all time he's about to pinch something that nobody ever would have thought him possible he sees the moment all of his life was one big mess up listen this wasn't the first time he got caught and no he, his, his rap sheet goes way back Long before he ever stole anything from anybody, he was lusting. He was racking up sin before he got caught stealing. The Bible tells us in the book of James, chapter 1, verse 14, says, But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Then when lust have conceived, it brings forth sin. And sin, when it is finished, brings forth death. Too often we judge a person after catching them. 
But understand, long before they, they get caught by you, long before you saw them do what they did, God have already saw the lust in their heart. Even before you realize, hey man, that's a thief, that's a criminal, or oh, that's this person, that's that person. God knew all about it already. God was not taken by surprise. He knew what was going on. He knew what was happening. And, and this is what I'm trying to get across this morning. Sometimes we think we're, we're so smart because, because we caught them. We, all, we get all spiritual because we, we got scripture and, and verse for what they did wrong. But understand, long before you caught them, God knew about it. He knew all about it. You know what? That's why sometimes the church, we the church, sometimes we should not judge people. You know, instead of judging people and, and bringing condemnation on people, we need to pick them up. Pick them up. You don't know what kind of hell they've been through. You don't know what kind of life they come from. But before you start judging people and putting fingers on people, you know what? We need to love them and help them. Do you know why Jesus wasn't caught off guard when they threw that prostitute at his feet the woman who was caught in adultery he already knew what was going on in her life can i say this god doesn't need anybody help keeping track of someone else's sense he doesn't need your help he doesn't need your your you know who, who have made you a sheriff of the church you know what? We, we need to love people and, and help them because we all need Jesus. We all need the blood of him. Let God worry about that stuff. Let God do God and you do you. Let God worry about that. Let God take care of that. You know what? We, we come to church. We come to church. There's people who come broken and, and hurting Looking for hope, looking for answers. Man, we, we need to learn to love them. God, God, let God take care of that. Let God work on that. We have to be careful because while we're pointing our fingers at the thief who just got caught stealing, God sees the lust that is going on in our own hearts. Lust will get you into hell too. We haven't got caught yet, but, but it's there. And God sees it. God sees what you're doing. We're all guilty. Can I say this? None of us are without sin. We all, we, we all have sin. We're all guilty. But ain't you glad for the precious blood of Jesus. Ain't you glad that this morning that my past is, is forgiven? My, what I've done, you know, God washes me white as snow. Thank God for the precious blood that Eric was singing a minute ago. That precious blood is that moment everybody has sinned in their life. 
And that's why we need Jesus. That's why we need salvation. Because we need somebody to restore us back in place. Because we have been torn and broken. But the precious blood of Jesus reunites me, reconnects me. It is the precious blood of the Lord. Listen, when, when you've been through what you've been through in life, but some people don't understand what you're so excited about. Man, when, when you stop and think about your salvation, when you stop and think about how the Lord restored you from where you came from, somebody had to pay the price. That's, that's what the cross was all about. You see, God already knew you would need his help. God knew that you would need his help. And that's why the cross is all about you. Somebody had to pay that price for our sins and for my sins. So there is Jesus paying the bill. That's not just any blood being shed on the cross. That's the precious blood of the spotless lamb of God. Salvation wasn't cheap. It was expensive. Salvation is the most valuable thing known to man. Listen to me, and I'm almost wrapping this up. Salvation is the most valuable thing known to man. It is salvation. It is hope that you have this morning. It is hope that you, that you have this morning to have the opportunity to, to go to heaven even after we live the way we live our lives. It is an amazing opportunity. Listen to me this morning. What an incredible opportunity to know salvation, to understand what God, what Jesus has done for us. Even the way we live our lives and even the way that selfish ways and, you know, and, and the things that we've get into this world that we can still experience the opportunity. What an amazing moment in our life. After all we did, all we got away with and all that we didn't get away with either. God knows all that stuff and yet he still offers us salvation. Listen to me. If you have salvation, you have the most precious thing a person could ever hope to have. It is your salvation. What do you think the devil works so hard to keep you out of church? Why do you think the devil works so hard to discourage you and, and to make you question and make you doubt and make you, you know, not believe that all this stuff is just not real? You know what? If it wasn't so important to the devil, he would not be working so hard to keep you from church. Salvation is one of the precious things you have is the hope. So here's something I, I can appreciate about a thief. Listen to me. If a thief steals something from you, it is because they understand the value of that thing more than you do. A thief cannot steal anything from you if, if he doesn't understand the value of it more than you do. If you value the thing more than the thief, you will keep it safe. If it's important to you, you will keep it safe. If, if you value it's more then the thief, you will value it enough to keep it where no thief can take it from you. 
And this is why I like this guy hanging on the cross next to Jesus. Because he sees the value of what Jesus is doing on the cross and that power of the moment that he just happened, just happened upon. He goes, listen, this is a moment. He says, hey, you shut up over there. Jesus. In other words, he was taking a chance. He was taking a chance, but he knew that all my life is about taking risk. All my life is about taking chances. All my life, that's what I've done. So, I, you know, why not this moment? Why not this moment? Listen, I deserve to hang on this cross for my crimes. But this man has done nothing wrong. But there's something about him that speaks to my life. There's something about him that compels me to understand that I need to take advantage of this opportunity about this moment in my life. I need to do that. It is this moment that I don't want to waste, that I don't want to pass me by. The thief is about to be executed. I've been waiting for this moment all my life. I made a lot of bad decisions. I've gone the wrong way of my life. But for the moment, for, for the power of the moment, he would have been lost. <laughs> Jesus, remember me. He says, I need to take this opportunity. It will pass me by. I will never be in this moment again if I don't take it now. It, it, it made me think of like the woman with the issue of blood. She said, this is my moment. If, if I don't push through the crowd, if I don't push through the people, and I will never get this moment again. And the Bible says that she said to herself, if I can only get to Jesus, if I can only touch the hand of his garment, I know, I know that this is my moment. This is my moment. She said to herself, this is, this is it. The power of the moment. I can miss it. Listen, you're here this morning hearing this preacher. And you're here by divine appointment. You said, this is my moment. I need to do it now. Jesus, remember me. I don't know. You might don't know all of that, but Jesus knew. He said, you know, look at all my failures. Look at all my mistakes. Look at all that I've done, but Jesus, remember me. Listen, that's the cry of the church. That is the cry of every individual. That one day they will say, Lord, remember me. Remember me. 
while, while the guards are laughing. Everybody else is having a good old time making fun of Jesus. This guy may not be honest, but he recognized the most defining moment of his life. Listen, I don't know. They're laughing. I'm here hanging. And they're making fun and laughing. But I don't know. But all I know that this is a moment in my life that I must take. That I must take. Doing the right thing at the right time will determine your destiny. Listen to me. Doing the right thing at the right time will determine your destiny. You, you make the right decision. You make that right moment in your life. It can change the course of your life. It can change the course of your destiny. One moment with Jesus can change it all. One moment with the Master can change everything. But you must take advantage of that moment when it's presented before you. Or you can be like the other criminal who make fun of Jesus and say, look, well, he missed. Both of them have the opportunity. But one took it. The finding moments when we decide between our past and our future. Our, our what is and what could be. Joshua 24, 15 tell us, choose this day who you serve. This is the day of salvation. This moment could change your life. It could change your kids' lives. It could change your grandchildren's life. The Bible tells us, the verses we just read in Luke 23, 42, says, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Let me give you a side note on that. Jesus had to die before the thief. They broke his legs and pierced his side. He had to die first. Why? Because he had to purchase the thief's salvation. The thief may have been a sinner. His life may have been one big messed up after another. Everybody else may have written him off. But the guy knew the power of the moment. He knew he better not mess around here and wait until the opportunity was gone. He knew he had no, he had to make things right with Jesus while, while he had the chance. Listen to me this morning watching online. You have to take this moment, this opportunity, this gospel being preached to you. It is your moment of opportunity. It's, your, it's the power of the moment that is presented before you and you take it. He knew he had to make things right. See, the reason why the thief on the cross received a place in heaven that day is because he understood the value of it. And I must finish. Listen to me. He understood the power of the moment. What was going to do with that moment in his life? Are you going to waste it? This opportunity for you to hear a message that can bring your, you salvation. A moment where you ask to consider Jesus to open your heart and let him begin to work in your life. That's 
what I'm doing here today trying to share with you the greatest thing a person could ever receive the opportunity to give your heart and life to Jesus Christ the message is presented are you going to what are you going to do with this opportunity what are you going to do with this moment in your life listen church simple message but it's powerful to understand what are you going to do? Because we have been given a moment in our life that we must take opportunity off and not miss it. We can miss it because we think, well, we're not qualified enough. Well, maybe I'm not right enough. Well, I'll get right with Jesus one day. You know what? You don't get clean to get God. You get God to get clean. You come as you are. You come, you messed up life, you messed up condition. You, no matter what you're going through, Jesus loves you just the way you are. Jesus cares about you. We let the Holy Spirit take care of the rest. He will do the cleaning. He will do the changing. He will do the work. But we cannot question and judge anybody because we don't know. God is marvelous. God is wonderful. We cannot miss the opportunity. I make me think of a story of blind Bartimaeus. Blind Barnabas, he, he knew Jesus was coming and he lifted up his voice and said, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus, he knew that if he didn't lift up his voice, he'll miss that moment in his life. Listen to me, church. There are moments in our life that Jesus gives us the opportunities and we miss it. We miss them. Moments, defiant moments, the greatest thing you can receive in your life, the greatest thing you can experience in your life is salvation. You can accumul accumulate things of the world and things of the world, but if you don't have Jesus, you don't have anything. You don't have nothing. Jesus is the greatest gift you can have. But thank the Lord. Thank the Lord for his salvation. Amen. Bow your heads for a moment. Let us pray. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, I pray across this sanctuary this morning and those might be watching online this morning. God, I pray, Lord, if they don't know you as their Savior, if they don't know you as their personal Savior in their life, God, I pray right now, Lord, maybe they want to rededicate their lives to you, God. Maybe they're not, maybe they're not where they should be with you, God. And they're, and they're, and they're saying, you know what, I want to make things right. I want to rededicate my life or I want to give my life because this is the moment. This is the moment just like the thief on the cross who told Jesus, remember me. Remember me when you come into your kingdom. And right now, the cry of the church is saying, remember me. Lord, remember me.